Hey, it's good to be back with you again. Thank, uh, I want to thank Robert Meacham for preaching for us last Sunday, as he did on uh, the in-person the in services as well. Grateful to have Carolyn with us again today. Uh, Carolyn has uh, been a part of us and worked with us many, many times. <clears throat> today we're going to be looking at Matthew 6.33. It is a verse that I go to a lot, especially when I teach about discipleship culture and how we respond and act uh, to the challenge of seeking first the kingdom of God. Let's have a word of prayer together before I start. Uh, Heavenly Father, I ask that you make me a plain preacher and make me so plain that a child would understand me. Uh, I ask the Lord if uh, you uh, spur it through your Holy Spirit to give me any words of knowledge to speak to a person or their situation. If you, if you prompt me with it, I want to be obedient to speak to it. <clears throat> and then Lord, I... I know that uh, out of everybody watching and listening, you will uh, look at all of us, but you look at me differently because I'm a teacher of your word. I'm, I'm your preacher. And uh, Lord, I, I know there's great judgment on me. It's strict judgment on me. And I accept my place in rightly dividing your word. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray, his name that I preach. Amen. Uh, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Uh, the, the focus is on the kingdom of God, and we're going to get into that in just a moment. But uh, for those of you who are part of our church, and then also those of you who are a part of, of, of our listening audience, we do consider you a part of our church. I want to give you some things that we're doing in the season that we're in. And what I'm about to give you is a, really a picture of, of a plan that we have. And the, the plan is we're going to reconnect, we're going to reorganize, and we're going to rebuild. So what segment are we in right now? We're in a reconnect. We're in a reconnect uh, season, uh, connecting with ministries that uh, haven't really been operational since March of last year, um, looking and, and just reaffirming them and reconnecting with them. And then the, the next steps are we're going to reorganize, take the summer or ever how long to reorganize and look, pray and listen. Uh, and then the next step is we're going to rebuild, <clears throat> which means that we, uh, it doesn't mean we're going to return to everything that we had before the pandemic. It doesn't, remain, it doesn't mean we're going to use every leader that we used before the pandemic I'm really using this year in this pandemic as just an eraser of things that didn't work and situations that didn't work and then moving on. So we're, we're going to be moving uh, into reorganizing and rebuilding. And it, but this rebuilding is all based on a discipleship culture. The reconnect portion is just about relationships. The reorganize is to look at it critically and then rebuild with a discipleship culture in mind. And I, I wanna speak on that today because the key, the key teaching in the kingdom of God or a discipleship culture is the kingdom of God. You've got to understand it. We are challenged by the sermon of Jesus to seek it. And then we are prompted and empowered by the Holy Spirit to live it. Uh, so we're looking at Matthew 6, even though I'm using one verse out of this today, we're using Matthew 6, and let me give you an overview of uh, this portion of Jesus' sermon in Matthew 6. He talks about giving, he talks about praying, and he talks about fasting. He talks about the ways in which you do this. You don't do it necessarily so the public can look at you and ooh and ah 
over how spiritual you are. This is not about calling attention to yourself or any selfish ambition. He says, uh, you do it because you're in the kingdom. When you're in the kingdom, you're going to pray and you're going to fast and you're going to give. You're going to be generous. So he acknowledges also in Matthew 6 that we have needs, that there are needs that need to be met. He acknowledges this. And then he also acknowledges that we have anxiety about those needs. We, we, have, we have worry and uneasiness about a lot of things. He even tells us in Matthew 6 that don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has its own trouble, which points us that this world, we're going to have trouble and we're going to have suffering. It's going to happen. He even says tomorrow has its own trouble. <clears throat> so he tells us in Matthew 6 that if we're not careful, we will seek things. And in seeking things, they can become our treasure. And he says there where your treasure is, there your heart will be too. And he gives us a warning of that. He tells us in Matthew 6 that we can't serve two masters. And you're going, well, I, I don't serve anybody. I don't serve anybody. You may even say, I don't serve anybody at all. You serve something. You're serving yourself. You can serve money. Uh, and this is actually the teaching of Jesus. You can't serve two masters. You'll hate one. You'll love the other. He's, you're, you, can, you can have something or someone as your master. It's just, which one am I choosing becomes the challenge of this sermon. So Jesus acknowledges that we have needs and we can seek things, and that things can quickly become treasures, and that uh, the, the, the fact of what we treasure tells us where our heart is, where it's located. But he, Jesus also acknowledges in this sermon that the Father knows us, and he knows our needs, he supplies our needs, and he even rewards us for living this kingdom life. He does this. So he tells us, don't be uneasy, don't worry about stuff, don't worry about tomorrow. And he even asked the question, can your worrying or can your anxiety even add one hour to your day to lengthen it? And we know the answer of that is obviously it cannot. So really what is he saying? He really is saying he wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust him and he wants us to trust this discipled life in his kingdom. And that's where we're going to get to today. Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things uh, will be provided or your text or version may say added unto you. We seek them. You, you can seek stuff and you can seek things. He even warns us that we probably will. But he tells us more than those things, seek the kingdom of God. And he says, seek it first. Do you have needs? Yes, you do. Do I have needs? Yes, I do. Uh, and uh, he, he wants us to present these needs to him. I just left that series in Philippians 4 where it says, make your request known to God. Make, give him your, ask for those things that he needs to supply in your life. It goes on and on. Yes, we have needs. Are you to provide? Absolutely. You know, Scripture tells me, even as a husband and a dad, uh, that, you know, I, uh, I need to provide for my family. Um, I need to look at that, uh, the truth of that. There's, there's provision, yeah. But what's important that you need to see is these things are to be added. The, 
and they're to be added to the main thing. And what is the main thing? The main thing is the kingdom and the one who is king of that kingdom, Jesus himself. So uh, am, am I gonna provide for my family? Yes. Are there things I need to get for our welfare and our health? Absolutely, absolutely. But these things are not the main focus. The main focus is gonna be the kingdom of God and how I live that. And even as living in the kingdom of God, I'm gonna provide. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of my family. I'm, I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna fast. In a moment, we're gonna deal about the character that we have in the kingdom. I want that to be so, I want that character to be there. It, it just goes on and on that I seek the kingdom first. It doesn't say that I don't have things for my family. It's just they're not first. He says they are things that are added to the main thing and the main thing is the kingdom of God. So let's talk about the kingdom. I told you earlier, if you're, do, if you're putting a discipleship culture together, you've got to teach about the kingdom of God and you got to understand it. And that's where I want to go to today is uh, there are four ways to look at the kingdom of God. One is it's the universal reign of God over all creation. Uh, I, I, I believe that deeply. Two, it is a direct reference to the nation of Israel. And even though he was focused on a particular nation geographically, you need to understand you and I are a new Israel. We, we, are, we are believers in the Lord himself. He is seeking his own people. The third way the kingdom of God is referenced is the coming reign of Christ in his glorious return and setting, setting up that kingdom. And then fourth, which is where we are today. This is where we are today. It is the present rule of Christ in the lives of his people. We call this the church age. This is the age of the church. I don't mean age like in how many years old it is. I mean in this season of the church. And in the season of the church is our, our idea of the kingdom of God now in present time, in real time, is that it is the rule of Christ in the lives of his people uh, as he is doing this. And it says, seek first the kingdom, we've handled that, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness. Now, why is that added? Matthew adds that, and his righteousness. The righteousness that we're talking about is our character in the kingdom. Remember in Jesus's teachings, he said, those who follow me, I want them to hunger and thirst after what? Can you finish that for me? It is, I want you to hunger and thirst after righteousness. And if you really want me to boil it down in plainness, which is what I pray before I preach, the righteousness of God is my character in the kingdom. It's my character in the kingdom. I know, I know the challenge. Here's the challenge. If you really want me to make it simple again for you is, I surrendered my life to Christ a long time ago, a little bitty town, one of the churches my father pastored, Summersville, Kentucky. It's a blessed place, not because I saved there, but it's just a blessed place for me. I, love, I loved my time there, my, our people there near and dear to my heart, even to this day. I uh, did my taxes in Campbellsville, go back to an old friend and I was down there. And I said hello to a lady who actually still lives in Summersville. I said, when you go by the sign in Summersville, wave at it, tell anybody you see that Jeff Rowe said hello, because Jeff is a hometown boy from there. Uh, as, and then we moved later on to Campbellsville and I lived there longer. So that whole area is home to me. 
But my, my point in being able to tell you this is that it it's we we have got to insert something. The day I was saved at that church as a little boy, God had a plan for my life and yours from the day of your salvation, even before, that he would use you to, to bring his kingdom, his rule in our hearts and our lives in this crazy, chaotic, confused world. And I've got to remind you over and over, and there's a part of me that wants to stomp my feet. There's a part of me that if I were a football coach, I'd want to grab you by the face mask and remind you that there's a part of us that wants to run from this crazy, chaotic, confused world. But I have to remind you, he has called us to engage into this crazy, chaotic, confused world, not run from it but to engage and insert his kingdom into this world. And so when I seek the kingdom first, am I going to provide for, for Julie, Mima, and Papa right now in the season of their life and health, uh, anything I can do for Andrew and Laura? Am I going to do that? Absolutely. You know I'm going to do that. But I don't focus on those things. I provide, we take care of it, we go on. What am I seeking is this kingdom insertion in my character, which is seek his righteousness, my character as I insert the kingdom into this crazy, chaotic, and confused world. That's, that's what I am doing. And so the picture is that as I am doing this, I am seeking his kingdom continually. Uh, how, how can I do that? I, I shoot sporting clays, uh, and a lot of people in our church do, not, not just uh, for uh, fun or recreation, but tournaments and the tournaments are pretty competitive. I mean, there, there's classes and all that. And I do that and I do that for fun, but I want you to know I also do it so that I can help insert the kingdom of God into the lives of people that I love and that I am around. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which is my character. I'm hungering and thirsting and fine-tuning my character so that I can be the best ambassador that I can be for the Lord. Wherever I am, I'm wanting to be able to do that. He says to seek this, his kingdom and his righteousness. He gives a promise. He said, all these things will be provided for you. I really believe in my heart. You may not believe, agree with me, but I believe scripture teaches it. I think this verse teaches it, that God promises to fulfill and supply a kingdom-filled life. And you're going to go, well, what if it's not a kingdom-filled life? Well, what if it isn't? His promise is to fulfill a kingdom-filled life. Uh, not all your not all your wishes and your wants, but whatever you need to handle and insert the kingdom into this crazy, chaotic, confused world, which he's called us to, not to run from it, but to run in the midst of it. I believe his promise is to supply and provide for that kingdom-based life. I do believe that with all of my heart. So the promise is our, our needs are important, but they're not as important as the kingdom being into this world. R remember, he does, he does promise to provide. In Matthew 6, if you will read this chapter, Jesus teaches us that the Father knows what's going on and that the Father rewards you hungering and thirsting after righteousness and seeking the kingdom of God. He knows and he rewards this pandemic has disrupted lives. 
plans, careers, both young, both young and old, um, families, uh, sickness. Some some people are going to have long term sickness. Some people have uh, lost a marriage partner or a son and. It's been different ages, and I know we can look and say it can be in one age. And I know our life, even as I speak, is uh, is being wrecked by COVID. Uh, personally, our immediate family. I know that in in my peer group, I've, I've lost four pastor friends to COVID. I've done funerals of those who have died of COVID. Uh, so that I know that the sickness and the death is there. You have too. Uh, but even in the midst of all this craziness and this disruption, I know people's businesses have been disrupted or maybe lost economically. I know there's been economic struggle back and forth with people. I know that. But still, we are, even in the middle of this, we still seek the kingdom of God. In the middle of it, no matter what's going on, no matter what country you live in, where you live on the planet, no matter what's going on, what season it is. And then <clears throat> I'm also to seek my character during this pandemic. During this pandemic, I'm to look and say, okay, how, what, what is required of my character in here? And I'm, I'm just going to tell you what I, I sense some of is, and I think God's done this with most of my life. <clears throat> and that is, uh, I can make people feel a bit easier. I think God has uh, put my leadership in a place that if I come into your life or if I come into the room, that he's made me in such a way that it can be a major struggle going on. And maybe God uses me as an ambassador to make something so complex, maybe a little more simple, or that simply he just uses me or you in a way to make you feel peaceful. I, I know in my experience, that's what that's one of the ways God uses my own personal life. So I have to ask, what's my character been during the pandemic? Because I'm the hunger and thirst after his righteousness, which really is a picture is during this pandemic, he, he wanted kingdom character to raise up, not go down. Do you understand that? During the pandemic, he, he wanted us seeking his kingdom even deeper in his righteousness, which is our character in the kingdom. And it should have been going up. It should have been going up and not going down. And I know there's a lot of factors that you can put in there, and some of them are right. <clears throat> some of them can be incredibly wrong in how you look at what somebody's character looks like. I'm just talking from the biblical mandate of his character and his righteousness. Are we seeking that? So, the, But I think the greatest thing that has been taught to us during this pandemic is there are things in my life that are literally out of my control? I think it was true before the pandemic came. I just think you and I realized it during the pandemic, that there are some things that are literally out of our control. And there are some things in this life I can control. <clears throat> I mean, there are, I, even in provision, there are some things I can do and I can control. But there are also things in this, in this life that are absolutely out of my control. And personally, as our, as our family, we're in a place of that right now. There's, there's some things I want to happen. There's some things that I can try to make happen, but I just have to sit down and go, okay, there are some things going on in my personal life that are out of my control. And I guarantee you, I know life well enough that there are things in your life that are out of, out of your control too.
And here's, here's what I want to say to you about this. And I want you to know that God knows. He knows. He knows what your needs are. The Father knows what your needs are. I really think you and I have to go to him, and I really believe he wants us to go to him. He asks us to come to him. And for some reason, you and I just avoid that. But we've got to do that more because in the kingdom, there is giving, praying, and fasting. In the kingdom, there is seeking. There is righteous character. And there is knowing that he knows and he supplies and he rewards. I want to remind you that in the kingdom, there is no worry or selfish ambition, which is also in Matthew 6. There is none of that. Life has troubles and suffering. And Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough trouble on its own. There are things that I can control and there are things that I cannot control. So what do I do? Well, on the things I can control, I need to make sure they're kingdom based. And I need to make sure that I have kingdom, that I have kingdom characteristics and kingdom character in doing those things. With the things that are out of my control, I've got to give it to him. I literally have to give it to him. This kingdom life that he's talking about us is a life of trusting his promises that are now and forever. Just remember, let me remind you today and settle you down, okay? He knows what you're going through. He knows what you need. He provides, he supplies, and he rewards. But in the midst of all that, he asks me and you to seek his kingdom and his son, Jesus, who is king of this kingdom and righteous character. That's my character in the midst of the kingdom. And he says to me, if you live that life, then I will supply and I will provide for you. And I believe that with all of my heart. I absolutely believe that. Do you? Do you believe that? And I want to tell you, there's some things that are out of your control right now. I know there are because I know life. And I'm going to ask you today to bow before the Father and commit those things to Him and tell Him that you trust Him and that you have realized, even maybe through this sermon and through His presence, that He knows, He knows, He supplies, and He rewards those who are living the kingdom life. So seek first the kingdom of God all of his righteousness. And here's the promise. These things will be added and provided for you. I want to tell you, I love you. I appreciate you listening. I hope we minister to you and bless you today and uh, that I love you. And then what do we finish saying to each other? And maybe you can say it to me through the lens, okay? Grace and peace to you.